direct my heart to your halachas, your your laws, and not to betza, not to bribery or or, or false gain. Say for Nezikin, the book of damages for who it's the eleventh of the fourteenth firm of the Ramam Hilchas of Chamesh, and has five sets of halachas. Vzeres Sidron. Here's the order: Hilchas Nichas Gemamim, the laws of property damage; Hilchas Geneva, the laws of stealing; Hilchas Gzela Vaved, the laws of robbing and lost objects; Hilchas Chayvul Mazik, the laws of person-to-person injury; Hilchas Utech Hashmiras Nefesh, the laws of murder and the obligation to protect human life. The laws of property damage includes four positive mitzvahs. Here is the breakdown. Aleph mitzvah number one, din hasher, the halach is related to an ox, meaning an animal that damages uh, aggressively, as we'll see. Based in a hever, the halach that applies to an animal damaging non-aggressively, passively. Gimel din haber, the word hever literally means destroy. Din haber, the laws regarding a pit. Meaning a hazardous obstacle. Daladin Haveda, the halachas of damage regarding fire. These are the four mitzvahs. Bir mitzvah will explain these four mitzvahs in the following prakim. Halacha Aleph. Hilchatit Niskimon actually contains a total of 14 prakim. Halacha Aleph. Kol Nefeshichaya, every living animal, Shibushushal Odom, that's owned by a person, as opposed to a wild animal that no one owns. Shezika, that does damage, so the animal does damage and has an owner. Haboilim Chiyav Nashalim, the owner is Vichayav to pay. He can't say, well, my animal, I can't control my animal. Shalem Malim because it's his property damaged. Shalem it says, Kiyigav Shari'ish Shari'ayu, if the share of one person, or is the share of another person? And the Torah explains, he has to, he's chayef to pay, so we see you chayef to pay the damage your animal does. Even though the Pasuk says a share, an ox, it doesn't only mean an ox, it means any kind of animal, domesticated, wild, or even a bird. The Torah uses the term ox because that's a very common thing in the times of that the Chumash, the Torah was given, that was a very common animal that everyone had. But if you happen to have an ostrich, fine, so it's chayv as well. How much do you have to pay for damages? Now you might answer, well, what's the question? Assess the damage and you pay the damages. So it's not so simple. If an animal damaged by doing things that animals usually do. An animal that ate straw or hay. Or it did damage by walking, except they walked in the wrong place and it damaged something. So Chayv will see details of locations later. Chayv l'shalom as a sholim and elvshem the chasov. The person has to play complete a complete restitution of whatever the damage is, and we'll see how you evaluate that later in prakim. But the elvshem the chasov from the best of his property, meaning if he chooses to pay not from cash, he chooses to pay from uh, real estate. He has to give the best quality real estate he has. Shemar, it says, He has to pay the best of his field and the best of his vineyard. So we see from the Pasuk, if you, if, you, if you use real estate to pay, the damagee, the person got damaged, and can, can demand the highest quality. Of course, he wants to demand the lowest quality, L'Chair, he could, because let's say he, wants, he says, I want the property to build something, not the plant. So L'Chair will see he could do that. But, but essentially, he has the right to, da- to demand the highest quality of the real estate. You can't just give him a bad property. To that, if the animal does things that's normal to do, animals do walk, they eat. These are things that normal animals do. No one's surprised when an animal does these things. Now you have an obligation to watch your animal. If you don't, if it damages, even though you watched it, so you have to pay. If the animal does things that are out of character for the animal, 
Animal, ox which gores or bites. These are unusual things. Then you have to pay half of the damage uh, of the total the, the total amount. So only 50% of the damage. As opposed to the case where the animal damages in its regular fashion, like we said in the beginning of Halacha Beis, you pay full nezek. Here you only, because this is an unusual thing the animal does, especially if it does it aggressively, as an aggression, act of aggression, so he only pays half the damage. And the um, asset that you can you have to use to pay is only the body of the damaging animal. That's the only asset the mazik has an obligation to tap into. It says, the Pesach says, you sell the live share, the one that did the goring, because the, the Pesach is talking about a case where a share number one gores share number two and kills share number two. So the live share number one is sold and you divide the damage money. So you see from the Pesach that you pay only 50% if it's an act, if it's an unusual act of aggression. Gimel Ketzat, for example. Share of a mana, share with $100. Share of a esri in a dead gourd, a share that's worth $20. They had misoi and they killed it. So how much damage is that? Even though the, the $20 share is no longer alive, but there's a carcass that's worth 4 so therefore, it's only $16 of damage. The Balashar pays half of the 16 which is eight, which is half of the damage. The only asset he has an obligation to pay from is from the body of the share, not more. It says, he sells live share. Therefore, because of the obligation that he has to pay caps at the full value of the damaging share, if it was the opposite, or similar to the opposite, if a share that's worth only twenty dollars, gourd a share that's worth that worth two hundred dollars, when the carcass is worth a hundred, so that's a hundred dollars worth of damage because the nizik has an obligation to nizik can't say I don't want the carcass. You take the carcass and pay me for it. No, the nizik has an obligation to uh, to keep the carcass as part of the restitution, still his carcass. So the nevela is worth a hundred, so that's a hundred dollars worth of damage. He can't say to me, damage me a hundred. So you have to pay half of that, which is 50. You can tell him this share that did the damage is before you. It's worth 20. Take it as payment. Or if you want, I'll keep the share and give you $20 as payment. As payment. But the point is, is that that's the only asset he has an obligation to tap into. He doesn't create a lien on the rest of the da- of the Mazik's property. Even if it was worth a very little, $1, one dinner. The same thing applies in all similar situations. The animal that does what we described at the beginning of Halacha Bays, normal things. Animals walk, animals eat. These are things animals are expected to do. And it does something like that, and it damages in the process because, the you know, instead of grazing in my field, my animal grazes in your field. So that's a problem. That's called muad. It literally means testified. In other words, we're, you know, it, it literally means it means it's it's a reflexive verb that means it was testified against you. It's as if Bezdin brought to Adam and said, we're warning you, watch your animal, don't let him graze in someone else's field. I, it never happened. But it's as if it happened. It's it's assumed that a common knowledge, common law, common sense, that a person has an obligation to watch his animal. So the word muwid is related to the word aid, which is witness. However, something the animal does something that animals don't normally do. Again, a sheriff, for example, which gores or bites, which is not usual conduct of an animal. That's called simple. Simpleton, as if the ox is not accustomed, it's not, it doesn't know how to do these things, you know? So it's a time in that regard. It's, not, it's a non professional. 
Animals, a a, a share is a professional eater, a professional walker. So it's a mood in that regard. It's not a professional biter. Most oxen don't do that. This animal acts in a strange way. If it does it multiple times, we'll see more details later, of the strange behavior. At that point, it's no longer abnormal. It becomes the normal thing for that animal. It becomes known that it's a goring ox. So most oxen don't gore. But this ox gores. Therefore, it's no longer considered a time after multiple times, it's called a muot. And therefore, the halacha will change as we'll see. There's five common actions that animals do that can do damage that are considered to be tam, that considered to be uh, abnormal, that the animals not assume to do these things. Um, unless it's, it's been proven that it does do these things normally. If the animal becomes more accustomed, who are the it becomes a muad, it becomes like like warned. Literally, actually, we'll see it actually means, you know, testified against and warned regarding these things. Nasa, it becomes a muad for that maisa. So we say, your animal normally walks and eats. It also, this share also normally gores. Animals not assumed to be accustomed to gore. Well, if not to push with its body. Like like the like the check like they do in ice hockey, not to bite, or squat down on large kalim. Small kalim, it doesn't see them, it just doesn't pay attention to them, it doesn't bother it. But big kalim, if the animal squats on it, that's not considered normal. That's considered aggressive. or to kick is also considered abnormal. If the animal becomes accustomed to doing one of them, so this animal is very common for to do these things. In that case, it's a mood, it's not a tam. And Allah will change how much responsibility he has. When it comes to shame, literally means a tooth, but the idea of eating, the animal is considered presumed to eat things that, that enjoys eating. Normal things to eat, right? Not as opposed to like rocks, but normal things. And the foot of the animal means it's common to damage, to, to break things while it walks. So it's a common thing that an animal damage things in its normal fashion of walking. So the most common part of the animal that does damage in its normal fashion to enjoy itself is the tooth, the mouth, to eat. But we'll see there's other ways this animal enjoys itself as well. And the most common uh, limb of the animal that does damage in its casual fashion is the foot. But again, we'll see there's other ways the animal can do damage. And if the animal is walking casually and its horn catches some laundry hanging, that's considered dragon, not considered carrot. And the animal is assumed to, just like it can walk you know, casually and kick things while it walks. It's also it will sit down at the small jugs. It won't, but the animal doesn't bother the share. The share just squash it. Things that are small, the animal is prone to crush them. Talking about normal domesticated animals. However, there are five types of animals that sometimes people own that do have. Uh, this, their, their, stone, their standard nature is to do damage. I feel they have any tyrants even if they've been domesticated because it's in their, it's in their genes that um, to do damage, to, to be aggressive. Therefore, if they do damage or kill by goring or by biting a or trampling a kirtzaben or the like, in that case, the chai have to pay full damage unlike an ox or a sheep. Hazeev or wolf. Vari and a lion, Vadaev and a bear, Vanomer a number is usually translated as number literally means spotted, but uh, usually it means a leopard. Sometimes it means a tiger. Vabardless and, and sometimes that means a leopard or sometimes a cheetah. Okay. So these are the five animals that they damage and they're considered assumed to do be aggressive and do damages 
again, in, in normal in normal ways, that they damage. They commonly bite and push, and they are aggressive. They don't usually, you know, uh, they don't usually eat uh, eat plastic plates. But if they if they do that, that's the considered a tam. But if they do normal things that they're prone to do by their nature, that's considered a mood, even the first time the owner is chayev to pay full damages. If a snake bites, that's considered a mood. Even if it's domesticated, you can't really domesticate a snake. It's always assumed to have an aggressive nature. Um, if a boa constructor you know, strangles someone or an animal, they'll go in the same category. The point is that a snake is like the other ones. It can't really do much except for bite, unless it's a big snake it can strangle. So that's considered a normal thing for that snake to do, and the person's chayiv. Nezek um, Shalim. Again, we'll see in halachas so the future, future halachas about whether bechalal person allowed to own these animals and whether whether there's a problem if a concerned citizen kills them, so they shouldn't do any more damage. But a component of the fact is for sure, if a person does own them, they are prone to do damage. They're 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 considered muad to damage. Um, it could, it's possible these are also five general categories of animals. It could be other animals also might fall in this category that I didn't list because many animals, but these are the five prime common ones that people sometimes own. All right, Zion. This mood we talked about so far, he pays full damage, and if he uses real estate, he has to pay the nice, he has to pay the best kind of property. And at Tam, we said again, pays only 50%. And even that, the only asset he's responsible to use is the body of the Sher, or the animal that did the damage. When is this all true in, in terms of uh, all these different damages? We're, now we're going to discuss locations. Where are you, Chai, if your animal damages? The, the animal that did the damage, went into the property of the person who got damaged, and he damaged his animal. So you shouldn't watch your animal. Your animal went into your neighbor's yard. Over there, it ate your neighbor's plants, or it, it bit your neighbor's dog. You have to pay. If your dog comes to my property, and my dog damages your dog, when your dog comes to my yard, then... I'm Potter, I'm like I tell you, if you didn't let your animal come into my my, my domain, you wouldn't have any damage. The terrorist says, he'll send his destroyer, meaning the destroying animal, and it will destroy someone else's field. So in your own property, you're not if someone gets damaged in your property. It's only if your animal goes to their property. What happens if the property is jointly owned or if it's a public property? So we'll see on Lachaches. A wolf does not include a dog. A wolf is, a wolf is not a dog. So a domesticated dog is a different din. What if my animal damages your animal in a public place? Or a chata that's neither of ours. We're both guests by a third person. We're both there with permission. It doesn't belong to either of us. Or does belong to both of us. The point is that nobody here has the right to be here, me over you, you over me. It's either a public place, you both have the right to be here, or it's our joint yard that we, we both share, we both have the right to be here. Or it's a place that neither of us is, we're just both there because the owner said we can stay there. So, it's a chata, it's neither of ours. And the case where the animal doesn't damage another animal, the animal damages the produce, it's a place designed to leave produce there, and it's normal to bring the animal in there. So everyone who's here, the person with the produce, the person with the animal, are all acting appropriately. Like a large valley where people bring their animals and they, to pasture, and they bring the animals to work, and they have produce they keep there. So in any of these places, this public place, this jointly owned place, 
where the animal damage in normal fashion by moving around or by enjoying itself by eating or other ways of enjoyment, the person who owns the animal pays nothing. Because he has the right to go here. And the animal is it's normal for the animal to walk in the normal fashion and to eat as it goes and to enjoy itself, to break things as it walks. And therefore, whoever brings produce into a place where animals are common and allowed to be brings the produce with the awareness that there's a risk that it'll get damaged. And if it does get damaged, the person has to suffer the loss. However, the animal acts aggressively by goring, pushing, um, squatting, kicking, or biting. So then, im tamahi. If it's an animal which doesn't usually act this way, mesham chasmeza. He he does have to pay, but he only pays half. Im wedas. However, if it's a muad to act this way, nezek shalom pays full nezek. Unlike when it comes to the animal walking, where he pays nothing. Here, this is considered an abnormal behavior, even though for this animal it's normal. But the person who brings the produce here, or or his animals. Doesn't have to doesn't doesn't have to t- say well there's animals here I'm going to be I have to be careful because maybe the animal's going to maybe the, maybe there's going to be a share over here which is a normal share to gore and therefore I should be watching my animals carefully the share should, should not go my animals that's not correct he doesn't have an obligation to be careful of that the owner has an animal that acts this strange way even though for this animal it's no longer strange but it's strange for the species he has to protect it and if it or guard it prevent it, prevent, prevent it from damaging and if it does do damage he is chayiv. If it was a chata they only they shared jointly, it was normal for produce to be there. But it's a place where we agreed, no no pets allowed, just, just produce. Right? It's a garden in the back of the house we share, no pets allowed. And one of the guys let his dog go back there and it did damage, he ate the guy's tomatoes. He's chayiv. Even for a shein and rego, which is normal for an animal to do, because unlike in the previous halacha, the guy is the guy can't be told. You can't tell him. Well, when you put your pro tomatoes back here, it's with the risk that the animals are going to damage it. It's not true. I didn't think any, any animals would be back here. We agreed no animals would come, or it's not normal to bring animals here. If it's a place which also is normal for both of them to have their animals, they both agree that their pets could be back there. Only one of them, however, has the right to bring produce there. The other person agreed he's not going to bring produce. And the other person's animal damaged the other person's produce. Even though he's allowed to bring his animal there, since they agreed that one of them can bring his produce there, it's with the assumption and understanding that the other person is going to make sure that his animal does not eat the produce. So when Reuven says to Shimon, let's agree that I'll put produce there and you won't, I'll pay extra, you know, rent because I'll bring produce there, and you won't. It, by definition, Shimon is agreeing to make sure his animal will not eat Ruvain's produce. If it does, it is high to pay. Good. So when it comes to an animal, like an ox, for example, you have three primary types of damages: hakaren, which means the horn to damage or to gore, to gore to damage aggressively; hashen, eating, which means to, da- to damage by way of enjoying itself; adegol to damage by walking with the foot, but casual, casual walking. Tell us, Karen, what's the different examples of the category of Karen, of goring? The gifa, pushing. Shicha, biting. Revitza, squatting. Beat um, and kicking. These are all different ways of the animal acting in an unusual and aggressive manner. Tell us, Hashem, the totus of the tooth, meaning the idea of eating, enjoying itself. In Meschacha, the animal uh, move, uh, scratches its body against the wall to enjoy itself, to scratch its back. And therefore, it damages the wall. Or it scratches its back on the ground 
and in doing so dirties or squashes produce. So this is the animal doing what it does to enjoy itself. That goes in the category of enjoyment. That's that all falls under falls under the umbrella of what we're going to call shane. Tilda sedagal tilde of the foot, the cat the subcategories of regal. So these are three of us, and then we'll, these are and we're listening to the toldus. Similar to how we had Bel Shabbos. So Av means a prime category and Tilda means a subcategory. Literally means father and child, but the subcategory of the regal, the foot, the animal while it's walking, didn't damage with its foot by having stepping on something. That would be the av of regal. The tulda is its body, you know, moved against something and knocked over in a car, apple cart. Or its hair damaged while it was walking. Its tail swished uh, back and forth in normal fashion while it's walking. Or with a saddle on it. The bit that it's in its mouth, the bell on its neck, these are all normal things for an animal to have. The animal damage normally, and it's just simply by walking, it does damage. That causes damage with the thing it's carrying or its burden. Or a calf, or any kind of cow that normally pulls a wagon that damages with the with the wagon that it pushes, it pulls. These are all normal things to be on the animal, and it does damage in normal fashion of walking. Call it to this all to this of the regal. These are all subcategories of the foot. And therefore, in a public domain, they're putter. Because in the Shushanabim, as we explained in Allah Zion, these are all these are all considered a normal um actually Allah Zion didn't really touch upon this, but Akapan, the point is is that these are a public place, the person's putter, in the property of the person who was damaged, you'd pay full damage. Because in the public place, the animal's allowed to be here. So if you have your things in a public domain, you have an obligation to watch your 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 produce. My animal shouldn't walk on it. I don't have an obligation to watch my animal as much as you have an obligation to watch your produce. If in your backyard, there I'm takachayev. So, so far we've been saying that Karen is an unusual aggressive behavior. But we'll see really, it could be that even even non-aggressive strange behavior is considered Karen. Yinalaf. If the animal swished its tail in a very abnormal, strong way, that's not normally done that way. Therefore, it did damage in If it was in the bishos of the person who got damaged, there would be no question that he's chayef to pay. We'll see. But if it was in bishos rabim, where you're putter for regal, or again, or over its swished abnormal strength with its male organ, but in these cases, he's putter. Why? Because since you could say that the person damaging could say that there's a logic to say this is considered abnormal behavior, and it's considered, um, excuse me, sorry, it's, it's, this is considered normal behavior, and therefore it's regal, and regal, as you said, in the end of Allah Chayyud is part in the public domain, so I owe you nothing. But the Nizik, the person who got damage, will say, even Tafas and Nizik, Nizik, Nizik grabbed 50% of the damage. He can, be, he can get recompensated for 50%. Because the Nizik can say, The Nizik will say, This is a total of Karen. It's abnormal to be swish the tail or the, or the male organ in such a strong fashion. Therefore, in a public domain, the person's chayv, 50%, 50% for, for Karen. And the mazik will say, The mazik will say it's, it's considered a, a, a regal, normal behavior, which I'm part of completing Shushadabim. Therefore, he doesn't have the right to demand the money from the mazik, but if the nizik grabs um, 50%, or let's say the, uh, let's say the, um, the mazik owned, this, owned, the, owned the grocery store, let's give a more civil example, he didn't grab the money from him, but the mazik owns the grocery store, the nizik owes money on his grocery bill, 
Nizik, I tell the Mazik, uh, I owe you $500, but the damage was 1000 I'm not paying you the $500 to your grocery store. I'm keeping that money as payment, pay, as, as repayment for what your animal did by swishing its tail in the Shushadabim.